Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. How do we know if we're building a Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, by your family's fruit. We are starting a new series based on Galatians 5.25. It says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, keep in step by the Spirit. One of the words for Crazy Cool Family this year that we feel like God has given us is culture. And we believe that building culture is deeply dependent on walking with the Holy Spirit. So how do you know if you're building Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, buy your family's fruit. What are the fruits? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-consent. Our heart is for parents to learn what it means to walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us live like this. The Holy Spirit is in us and we can bear fruit. We will unpack a fruit of the Spirit and we'll share a crazy cool definition and a declaration for you to use with your family. Listen with your family. Listen with your family. So come on, let's take the next few months and learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit together. Holy Spirit, bring on the fruit. Okay, so today it's just Macy and me on the podcast. We left Dawn back in Texas hanging out. Macy and I are in Arkansas, and we are going to talk about, you know, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And we're in Galatians 5.25, and we, it's just going to be an amazing series that we're going to take through the summer into the fall because there's so many amazing fruit. And um, our goal is to have all the kids talk about it, but today we're going to start with what I would say the most important fruit, but just a heads up, I'm going to be saying that about all of them. So, <laughs> but we're going to be talking about love and um, we Does want this make you want to sing L is for the way <laughs> See, Macy you can look. Sing. <laughs> I remember in a previous podcast, you tried to tried do that. Tried to sing, tried to sing. <laughs> and dad was like, okay, yeah, moving yeah. on. And I was like, hopefully Macy will edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I just auto-tuned. Oh, good. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Put you in the right key. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I do not have the fruit of singing. I do not. I don't know. See, there's not one of those. But anyway, and so it's so perfect that Macy is going to talk about love because I would say, um, you know, as a little girl raising her, she was my little lover. She was the one that would crawl into my lap. She was the one that wanted to be held. She was the one that um, just, I, I'm not going to say needed the most love, but she expressed the most love and so um and loved big and loved hard and loved passionately and so let's talk about that a little bit today macy not so much as you as a little girl loving <laughs> but what is it that the holy spirit says about the his fruit yeah. the fruit of love yeah totally yeah i think even just thinking about this series with mom and dad i feel like love is the best place to start if you don't listen oh, yeah. to anything like else. Like God had a plan when he listed them in Galatians. <laughs> I mean, how brilliant. Yes, and love is a fruit, but it's also like a person. You know, like Jesus embodied love. It 
it's a whole way of living. Like the world defines love as so many things. Love is feeling and emotion. And it's just like, no, scripture is actually very clear on what love is. And it, it has like a very core purpose in the story of God. It's like, a lot of God's actions, characters, decisions, plans, you tie back to love. And it really is like the core of, I believe, who God is. And so, yeah, think of like it is, a, love is like an iceberg and the world has got the tip of the iceberg defined. Tiny, tiny. Yeah, tiny <laughs> bit of it. But as you press into it, you realize yeah. the the vastness of what love really really is yeah well me and mom were talking about this post that we saw and it was describing god's loving character and it says god's affection his selflessness and his generosity and i'm like you could sit in those three words Mm -hmm. and unpack them for hours and still not really touch the complexity and the depth of god's love and then you start pulling in scripture and it's like it's it's unfathomable the love of god and so i really do think it's the best place to start because as parents and as spouses and as siblings like it doesn't really matter what relationship dynamic we're talking about love is the best foundation love is the mm-hmm. best medicine love is the best you know solution or practical that you could just just love be more loving but we're going to kind of unpack how yeah. to actually do that and what that means so for each fruit and each definition for each fruit, we have a definition. And so for love, we could have gone a thousand ways, but what we decided, the fruit of the spirit for love for this series, the phrase and the declaration we want you to think about and repeat in your head is love is seeking the highest good of others. Love is seeking the highest good of others. It's not seeking our good. It's not seeking our benefit. It's seeking the highest good of others. And I even like the the specificness of highest good. The best. the best. What's the yeah. most valuable thing I can do when I'm relating with you right now? That is what we'll use as love. Yeah. And it, it feels really easy when you start breaking it down into practical situations. How do I be loving in this moment towards this person? Well, what's the best thing for them? Mm-hmm. Not what's the easiest thing for me to do. What's the best and most honoring? A lot of times that takes sacrifice. It takes humility. It takes time and effort, but it's like, that's what I want. When I think of love and I want that in my home or my culture, my relationships, I want to seek, I want to go for the highest good of others. I want the best for them in any and every situation. And I feel like that just goes well with God's character. It's God's affection. He wants to pour himself out on us in all his goodness. He wants to act in selflessness. God's love is so selfless. He sent his son to die on a cross selfless Mm -hmm. like i keep going i think i said this on the last podcast i was on too that there's this song that always rings in my head that it says you god you bankrupted heaven when you sent your son to earth for to die for us that's selflessness that's generosity that's the love of god yeah that's good and so i just and hopefully i'll I'll remember to say this every podcast but i'm for sure going to say it to you guys right now today that um with the fruit of the spirit sometimes we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves it's something that we need to do you know and maybe there's even some condemnation oh we're talking about love i need to love more or maybe you listen to it because you're like i need to listen to that one because i need to love more you know listen (laughs) to this podcast i'm not loving (laughs) enough and so i just want to encourage you that while love is something that we do what we're talking 
talking about is love is something that the Holy Spirit has. And if you have the Holy Spirit, then by default, you have love. And so what is, so we tap into that. So it is, while, while it is your actions, while it is your responses, while it is your attitude, your perspective, all of those things, it is all of those things. It is not something you have to strive for. It's something you have to press into that you already have. And so I hope that's encouraging to you that you are coming from a place of being loved by the creator of the universe who knits you together in your mother's womb. But you are also coming from a place of empowered and equipped by the Holy spirit that lives in you. You have the love. I mean, the, the, I guess the most you have to do is ask for it. You have to say, Holy spirit, I need some love right now because I want to, you know, not love. (laughs) (laughs) do anything else, which kind of is why Galatians 525 bubbled up as our theme verse. As we thought about these, fruits and attributes and pieces of culture in our home that was where the verse kept coming back it's since we live by the spirit let us walk in step with the Mm -hmm. spirit okay what does that actually mean like that in itself would be a great practical is just sit down with your kids and you know write this in your own words since we live by the spirit let us walk in step with the spirit you could study the greek the hebrew you could go back but it's like Okay. And so if, how do you walk in step with love? I mean, so yeah. And if you, if you believe what my mom just said, that the Holy Spirit is in you, you live by the Spirit, then walking in step is taking one step at a time, practicing living out mm-hmm. the things that you're living in. And so I just think that's where scripture is so yes. helpful because yes. it's like, okay, that's a great theological concept. The Spirit's in me, so I get to walk with the Spirit. You know, we're buddy-buddy, but what does that mean when it comes to the fruit of love? And so there's just a couple verses we're going to... Yeah, let's say scripture spells it out for yeah, you. It's if pretty you clear. Some ideas. Where the world creates confusion <laughs> about love, scripture is pretty clear on what yeah. love looks like within relationships. And so, I mean, you know, the love verse of a, all time. classic. <laughs> verse Corinthians, Corinthians yeah. 13, starting in verse 4, love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, it is not proud does not dishonor others. That's exactly in line with our declaration. It seeks the highest good for others. Love is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs and it goes on. But I just think those attributes are so evaluative for relationships. Am I patient with my spouse? Am I kind to my kids? Am I envious of my neighbor? Am I boasting every chance I get about myself? You know, like, do I try to honor or dishonor others? It's just like, it's a really easy tool mm-hmm. to start thinking and evaluating. To filter love through like, okay, I'm not being patient right now. So I'm not being very loving. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not being kind that I'm not being, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm dishonoring. I'm yelling at my kids yeah. or my husband. So that's not very loving. And so that's just a great filter to, to kind of just say, Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's not a condemning thing because God's love is not condemning. Well, it's it's awareness. Yes. That's what we want. It's yeah. Awareness. It's a perfect word for it, which goes into first Corinthians 16 verse 14. It's like, okay, well, when should I practice love? Well, this verse says do everything in love. So every conversation, every interaction, it's, it's really easy to invite the Holy spirit in after you've had an interaction with your child, just say, Holy spirit, was that loving? 
<laughs> I'm going to try that again next I, time. Could you give me more love in this? <laughs> yeah, or even before a situation would probably my be even better. My kids are not going to bed. Can you give me some love before I go in there? Because I need to do everything in love as I put them to bed. Yes, this counts under the everything umbrella. Okay, great. My kid's not eating their dinner that I made for them. Would you give me some extra love so yeah. I can encourage them to eat it in a better tone? Yes. And I love First John 4, 16. It says, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. We know and rely on his love. That's first. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So you start seeing this cycle or this system that starts working in the kingdom of God. It's like realizing the character of God. He is love. Knowing that love, relying on that love, living in that love. Then we produce it. And then we have a bigger realization of the love that's happening. Oh, that's from God. Oh, I can give that away. Oh, I receive it. Oh, I get to give it away. And it's powerful. And it all kind of comes from just a couple verses later, first John 4, 19, we love because he first loved us. That's that cycle. We get to love. We choose to love. We see love in the world because he did it first. Yeah. And so I just wanted to speak into that, that cycle, if you will, that love cycle. I know a lot of the times as parents, we get caught up in the cycle of loving our kids wholeheartedly. I mean, the second they're born, we just have this love that you can't even describe. Macy's, you know, about to have a baby at the end of the summer and yep. she, she just doesn't even know. I mean, she has an <laughs> idea because she loves her nieces and nephews so much, but she doesn't have an idea, but there's this, this crazy love. But I mean, let's all be realistic in within moments of parenting. There are moments that you question, the do love. I really love, you know, there is my love tied to your obedience or you, you're driving me crazy right now. Does that mean I don't love you. And then there's times that our children are not lovable, but are maybe, maybe they're, they're not being selfless. They're not doing anything that's in the fruits. And so what do we do with that as parents? Well, so that's where I want to insert you in the cycle of God, rely on God's love. God loves us. He loved us first and get your love from him. Don't have any expectations because your two-year-old yeah. is, we say, sweet and sour. You know, our <laughs> Everly is sweet and sour. There's one minute she's just smooching and loving you and life is great and perfect. And the next minute she says, you're the mean one. You're the, and, and she's, I don't like you. I don't like, yes. And, and somewhere in, in, the, in raising your children, they're going to say they don't like you. They might even say, I hate you and slam no. a door. Know that that will happen. And remember, that's okay. Because we are getting our love from God. We're getting filled up from him. We're showing them the example of love. We are, we are love to our children. Yeah. So, so good. And I just love this last verse, um, Colossians three fourteen. It's kind of the banner for this podcast. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I'm like, what a cool declarative verse for your family this summer. We choose love. You know, as you're headed into the fall and you're thinking about school, we choose love. You know, like even Christmas, going into the holidays, we choose love because we believe, and Scripture says, it binds us together in perfect unity. It doesn't matter how many times my kids are bratty. It doesn't matter how annoying my spouse is in this season. It doesn't matter, like, if I have had consistent time with God every day, I'm choosing to put on love, to remember, like you said, that awareness of love believing that the fruit of that love is perfect unity. It brings us together. It bonds us together. And I just think that that's important when we're talking about love to know the goal. Like God wants perfect unity with his people and his children. And so he chose love as the vessel for unity. Mm. And we get to do the same thing in our families. We choose love 
because he first loved us and because we want harmony and unity and communion and intimacy with the relationships in our lives. I love that. And I would just want to pull out a practical that you said is what a great thing for us to incorporate in our vocabulary this summer to say we choose love. You know, yeah. if your kids are fighting, remember, we choose love. You know, if the child's being rude to you, remember, we choose love, you know, <laughs> and I guarantee if you are rude to your child at the end of the summer, your child will turn around and say to you, mommy, we choose yes, love. Hold you accountable. <laughs> and hold you accountable. Yeah. And so how powerful that is, because here's the deal. The Holy Spirit is in us always, but we have to access him. You know, he's yeah. a gentleman. He's going to wait for us to access. So we have to access. Well, how do we access? By declaring, we choose love. I choose love. Give me more love. Yeah. Where's the love? I Help me it. with my love. <laughs> I need love. And so we have to open the door, invite it in to walk all over the place. And so I love that, Macy. We choose love. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And I just think it's really valuable hopefully you're getting some revelation and you're getting some fresh vision and encouragement for love in your heart and desire, like hunger stirring up inside of you of like, I want to go love right now. You know, <laughs> like I just, I learned this and I want to go practice it. And I think one of the best things that we can do as a family, whether your mom or dad or grandma, whoever's listening to this podcast, like just like take a second. We're just going to read through a couple questions as, as an evaluative or reflective tool on I don't even know if I love this phrase, but it's what it says in our outline. Like, what's the level of love in your home? Like, where are you at currently? What's the current, you know, boiling point or atmosphere yeah. so that you know and you're aware and then you can grow? Mm -hmm. And so, do you want to read off these questions? Yeah, and so just some questions for you to think about. Um, maybe you and your spouse can. I would encourage you to even ask your kids. Yeah. Um, you, so ask your kids, would you describe our family as the loving family? And what would it take for us to be more loving? Or what do you need to yeah. be more loving? And if you've got that child that's affectionate, then they might say, I need more hugs. And if you've got that child that's quality time, they might say, I need an ice cream date. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. So, it, so the way to, I mean, so, so just even some more of these questions, like would a close friend or family member describe your family as loving? So a lot of the times we need to ask within, but also without, because yeah. people on the outside can see pretty clearly what we can kind of get caught up in. Yeah, you can tell if a family is operating out of love when they eat out at a restaurant. Yeah. You know, and if the mom walks in snapping the little kid's head off because their shoes were taken off in the car, you know, or <laughs> if they're messing with the menus or whatever. Like, you can just kind of feel the vibe from a family, not in a judgmental way, but just like a, oh, there's there's not a lot of Some unity going here. On right yeah, now. There's, yeah, there's not a lot of harmony. The one I love is like, what does love look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Does it need to be earned? Is it conditional? Do you, do you feel that in your home of like, in order to be loved, I have to blank. Mm -hmm. In order oh. to get affection or love from my husband, all the laundry needs to be done and the house needs to be clean by the time he gets home at five o'clock, you know, or yeah. vice versa if you're a stay-at-home dad. You know, it's like, does the, does the response of the people in your home, is it unconditional love despite what you do or how you perform? Or is it based off of some sort of standard or earning? Because that's just not aligned with God. God doesn't love us based right. on what we do. <laughs> and and believe me, that is hard. Like walking through that and having a two-year-old that throws a fit because you peeled the banana and they wanted to peel the banana. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it is it is hard to not let their actions define how you're going to give yeah. love. But remember, 
the love's not coming from you. Yeah. You are the vessel. The love's coming from the Holy Spirit in you. And so yeah. once again, just press in and say, okay, I want to throw the banana at the child. <laughs> and so help me to love, love, love the child. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I think is really important. Another question to ask is, are love and forgiveness tied together in your family or are they connected do your kids feel loved when they do something wrong? I think that is one of the sweetest. I always go back to this picture of like Jesus meeting us in our mess. It's like the ultimate sign of love is I don't care how dirty you are. I don't care where you've mm-hmm. been. I don't care yeah. what your attitude is right now. I love you right where you are. Is that the feeling in the culture of your home? And I think that that is so important because then the last question is, is love an action? Is it actively shown in every relationship in your family? That feels like a really easy practical is how am I loving my husband today? How am I loving my wife today? How am I loving my kids today? It's really easy to just like evaluate really quick. Oh, I know that they love written notes. Let me take this post-it and write it, stick it on the mirror. 10 seconds of love. That's do that, you know? And I think all these questions are really helpful. We'll have them in the show notes, but That's a great place. If you can't listen to anything else today, that's a great place to stop is take a second and evaluate the level of love in your home. What take a litmus test, you know, love litmus test and figure it out because it's, it's meant to make you think it's not meant to bring condemnation and it's meant to stir up love for your family, to seek that highest good of others around you, to go out of your way to love and care for relationships. And and love is sacrificial yeah. and it's more than a feeling and love is forgiveness. It's releasing that person and resetting. And like my mom said, letting the love of God flow through you in a supernatural way to create that unity in your home. Yeah. And so is your family full of love and, and, and what can you do? Yeah, if it's not. I mean, you can choose love. You can change it. You know, today's a new day. The second you get off this podcast, you can yeah do love it a different way. Totally. And that's one of my favorite things about podcasts is usually I'm listening while I'm doing something else. I'm walking or I'm doing laundry or something. And like the Holy Spirit will use a line in a podcast to just, just like he does with scripture. It sticks out to me. Mm -hmm. It kind of hits my heart in like a really like pointed way of like, Oh, that's me. Oh, I'm not doing that. Or, Oh, I want to do that better. And he like gives me a revelation and so that's what we're hoping to kind of wrap up this podcast. If you've heard something in the last, you know, 19 minutes that's like (laughs) oh man that's me then here's just a couple practical ways to start cultivating love in your home yeah and so to start off with is the to repent to ask god and the relationships for forgiveness um for those times that you've been unloving um we cannot stress enough how repentance and forgiveness asking for forgiveness it is a supernatural superpower that connects relationships in a way that nothing else can and so maybe there's let's say there's bridges between you and your the in the relationship that have been burned because of anger and and destruction and so you want to know how to rebuild those bridges in a conversation is will you please forgive me i'm sorry I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry. And God is quick to forgive. I mean, I think God forgives us before we even ask. <laughs> we have to ask for us yeah. because for us is when we lay our hearts out there and that we, our children, they want to forgive us and they want to be forgiven with yeah. everything in them. They just need to be equipped. Yeah. And so we've got to be the example. We've got to show them how. And so I can, we cannot stress this enough that a pathway to love is asking for forgiveness. Yeah, which is kind of the second piece too is ask the Holy Spirit. 
Like if there is something or a discrepancy in your life when it comes to love, you have a really hard time loving your spouse when they act like X, Y, Z. Ask the Holy Spirit for divine insight for that specific relationship or go to the family member and ask, hey, I don't feel like I'm loving you very well. I want to love you in this next season. How can I do that? You know, the five love languages are a great place to start. Let me give you some options. You know, would you rather go hang out? Would you rather I write you a note? Would you rather I buy you something? You know, like every three-year-old's going to say buy you something, buy me something, but it's like <laughs> a toy. Yeah. Specifically like, or candy. What can you do to increase your love for them? Ask, ask God and ask those relationships. It's really humbling actually to go and say, I don't feel like I'm doing a good job here, but my heart is that I want to do better and I want to love you. Holy Spirit, help me. And then asking that person, I think is really powerful. And so there's a lot of ideas that we're, we're throwing around out there and they might all be floating around. And so I want to give you a practical way to practice, to tie it all in. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about a time that you can do this. Like if you wake up in the morning, if you, when you, when you wake <laughs> up in the morning, just say, Holy Spirit, I need your love. When you make breakfast for your kids, say, you know, put in a time, I love you. What, what fun thing can we do today or what yeah. productive thing, something. And so put in times of your day that you want to love your, you know, before you go to bed each night, I'm going to kiss my husband and say, I love you. Yeah. You know, when I bathe my children at night, I'm going to say, oh, I love your elbows. I love your nose. <laughs> I love the heart that God gave you. And yeah. so pick specific times that are going to happen in your day, because I don't know about you, but with small children, the day gets started. And the next thing you know, it's night. I mean, there's been a roller coaster of waves and nothing intentional happened. They were fed, you know, they didn't, you know, the messes were cleaned up. They didn't die enough. Well done. And so pick some spots that are intentional that you're going to do anyway and see how you can infuse the choose love idea into it. Yeah. And then the last one is just be, be aware, watch and see how love changes your family's culture, how saying those things or putting those specific times, set a timer in your phone, set the backdrop of your phone to just have the word love on it, you know, write it on your hand, like do something that you see it. And it's like, okay, I'm going to choose to love and then Mm -hmm. see what happens. Does the fruit of the Holy spirit of love increase in your family over the next couple of weeks? And let us know if it does, we would love to get an email. We would love to get, you know, a DM on social media. We'd love to get something from you. That's like, this is working. Like that would just be so encouraging because we believe it really will. If you set your mind to bringing to walking with the Holy spirit, then we believe that you're going to see his fruit in your home in this season. And so that's just where we want to wrap up. Love is seeking the highest good of others. It's sacrificial. It's more than a feeling. And it's just so worth it. And it's how God chose to unite us, his family, his kids with his love. And so we just believe that he's for you and that he wants to put love. He wants to overflow your home with love and change Mm -hmm. the dynamic of your home if it's not loving. Well, and that's what he did for you in your relationship. Mm -hmm. He overflowed with, he sent his son to die on the cross. He sent the ultimate sacrifice. He loved first in the biggest way that he could to show us how to do that too. Yeah, and that love just comes from connection with him. It starts with him. So as we wrap up today, we just wanted you to take like literally 20 seconds, 30 seconds before you run to the next thing, before you turn this podcast off and just receive his love. Yeah. Get filled up so that you can start pouring out. Just literally stop and say, Holy Spirit, increase my awareness of your love. Increase 
my love for the people in my life and increase the love in our home. And we're going to be praying that for you over the coming weeks and over this season because we believe it's possible and we believe it's like the best thing for your family in this season. And so we love you guys. God loves you. We're for you. And just take a minute to to be in his love, to rest in his love and get filled up so you can start pouring out love for your family. Have a great week. We love you and go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com.